Hello and welcome to the Vessel Effect Podcast. I am your host slash friend slash whatever you want me to be, Samara. Hello and welcome back. It's been a considerable amount of time since I've done an episode. I know, I know. Um, You know, I had to take a break, you know? I had to take a little bit of a break. April has been a very interesting um, month for me, you know? And we'll get into that. We'll get into why. You know, today's the second to last day of April. So, you know, there's there's a lot to go over. I think I've only done like one or two episodes, um, you know, in April. I, the last one I did was April 10th. Um, it's a very long time ago. It's been nine, 19 days. Wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, welcome, or welcome back if you have already been listening. Welcome if you are new here. My name is Samara. This podcast, um, The Vessel Effect, is basically where I just talk about whatever I want to. And you sit here and listen, (laughs) basically. Um, normally it covers, uh, spirituality, love, um, lifestyle, you know, whatever. Whatever comes to mind. Um, and hopefully you can take something away from it. Um, hopefully you can learn from my mistakes <laughs> as much as I have learned from my mistakes. And yeah, we just kind of have a fun time. But today is Thursday, April 29th, the day I'm recording this. It's very nice outside. Um, or at least it's sunny now. It was raining earlier, um, which is very nice. I'm done with my classes for the day. And for just kind of chilling. I did write a poem, and I might, I might read it aloud. Um, but yeah, I guess we can just talk about what's, what I've been up to <laughs> this month. Um, another time or while I was away. Um, April for me. Oh, if you're new here, um, basically I do a little debrief, and then that or a debrief of my, you know, week. But in this case. It's, in this case, it's been longer than a week. Um, I just kind of do a brief description of what I've been up to, and that normally leads into our topic. I don't plan out my episodes, so, you know, we just kind of roll with the punches. And, yeah, so basically, I've had a very interesting month. It's been a good month, but it has also been just very weird, <laughs> you know. Um, I guess I've had a lot of well, let's let's start with this. It's been a very good month. It's been a very good month. April has been a very, very positive month for me. Um, if you've been listening consistently, you know that I've had, you know, one hell of a year so far. Um, just emotionally, it started off, I don't want to say it started off bad, but it just, it started off with a bang, I should say, and it just kind of put me in a spiral of healing and self-reflection and yeah it was a lot of learning this year so far and I'm very grateful for it um but yeah so April for me has been a lot of putting putting my money where my mouth is basically putting in or putting action into the things that I've wanted to uh start doing you know um, I started sculpting more frequently this um, month, like with clay. 
I love clay, and I'll get into that a lot more later. But, um, yeah, I started sculpting again. I started, um, you know, I don't know. I've been starting a couple of projects here and there. Um, I'm going to be in a film, which I haven't really told anyone besides, like, some friends. Um, which is exciting. I don't know all the, all the details quite yet. Um, we're having a meeting tomorrow, which is going to be really fun. So, yeah, um, I'm very excited for that. I'm hopefully going to be acting in it. We'll see. Um, but, yeah. And, I don't know, this month has been really good for me. It's been, obviously, because, um, spring is now in, um, you know gear is that how you say it spring is now in um you know spring is here <laughs> we can just say that spring is here and spring is my favorite season by far um it's already been really nice like on tuesday i went out with my friends and we you know had a good time got sushi took some pictures in downtown chicago and and then we ran into some other friends, which was fun. Um, got really anxious because I don't like being around that many people. But, you know, it's cool. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And I've been prioritizing my happiness this month. Like, that was one thing that I really did this month and I'm very happy that I did. Is putting myself first, you know. Um... It's been, a, it's been a very selfish year. <laughs> I won't even lie. I've been very selfish and not even in a bad way. Um, no, I've been very focused on myself this year. And it, it feels good to finally be putting myself first. But this month especially was when I was like, okay, you know, you've been spending a lot of time healing and that's good, and, you know, you did go through some, there were some bumps in the road for sure, but now is the time to really celebrate how far you've come, and now it's time to celebrate the fact that you are alive, and you're given a new opportunity every second to make your life something beautiful, you know, so I was like, you know what, yeah, and the thing about COVID, the thing about COVID that I'm very grateful for um, although COVID has sucked, like, immensely, and it completely ruined a lot of our lives, um, it really, it did a lot of great things for me. Not only did it get me out of school, <laughs> did it get me out of, like, physical, in-person school, which was really nice, because that was killing my mental health, for sure. It was, I was miserable in school, and my mental health went up almost immediately, um, as soon as, you know, quarantine started, but, um, yeah, not, not only has it done that for me, but it really gave me an appreciation for life in general, like, um, you know, nothing is guaranteed, nothing is guaranteed, you aren't guaranteed a minute from now, you aren't guaranteed five minutes or ten minutes or a year from now, you know, nothing is guaranteed anything can happen and it makes you appreciate what you have right now you know it's like you can you can dream it's not like you know oh fuck it you know we you know i could die tomorrow so i'm just gonna blow all my life savings like no that's not really what it's about 
it's more so being grateful for what you do have and you know making plans for the future if you are granted a future you know um but really just being being grateful for every second that you're given because there are so many people whose lives were cut tremendously short through covid and through just like this whole thing this whole process it was just like it was devastating hearing about like all these people whose lives were cut short because of like even the smallest thing like they came even a little bit in contact with a person who was covid positive and they died a week later you know um like my grandmother she passed away from covid because her caretaker um got covid without realizing it and um the caretaker's son also passed away so yeah it's really tough like and he was young he was like in his in his early early 20s so you know it really makes you grateful for every second that you get because you never know you never know whenever when it that moment could last when you may die you know and as much as i'm not afraid of death i think most people are afraid of how they're gonna die rather than death itself you know because you can't really escape death but you want it to be as peaceful as possible you know you want the transition to be you know as as tranquil as it can possibly be um but yeah i i mean no one wants to go out fighting a deadly disease you know and eventually losing that fight you know because people who get covid and die you know they see or you can see how miserable they they were in their final moments like they couldn't even see their families before they passed away like in person so um yeah not to be a debbie downer (laughs) mentioning this but like it does make you grateful for the opportunity to be safe and to be alive and to be healthy you know so I'm I really this month I wanted to not take that for granted you know and not be like oh you know I can live in 20 years I can do this in 20 years I can do that in 20 years it's like no I might not even have one year left you know I have no idea um yeah and so it's about it's about doing the things that you've always wanted to do right now you know um and also just you know not only that but also just realizing how powerful you are and how much power you have you can have over your life you know um instead of living your life on autopilot and being like oh yes um you know i have 30 or i assume that i have 30 years left in my life so therefore I can just kind of drift for right now, you know, then you have that same mindset for the next day and the next day and the next day, you know, you never know when that, when that mindset may end, you know, so when, when, the question is, when are you going to finally take control of your life, you know, and I was tired, I was really tired of just, of the stagnant energy that I was in, being like, yeah, you know, I, I just don't know what to do right now, so therefore I'm not going to do anything. You know, that doesn't serve anyone, that doesn't serve me. Um, So, this month I was like, you know what, I don't have to 
do things like go skydiving or whatever like as much as that is on my bucket list um you know I can at least start living you know because there is a difference between living and surviving you know and a lot of this year for me has felt like surviving which is a good thing you know you want to survive you want to at least be you know alive to be able to live you know um but living is truly being alive and being um you know just I don't even know how to explain it but you get you get the point like instead of just getting by it's about taking charge of your life and it's about taking advantage of the time that you are given here on this earth and making the most of it you know so you know I started sculpting again and I recognize dance as a passion of mine I've already talked about this a million times so I won't go into it again but um you know even acknowledging even just acknowledging how much power you have is so incredible because that automatically gives you a reason to or a, uh the automatically um gives you less excuses to sit on the couch and watch tv all day it gives you it completely debunks all of the all the excuses that you have in your mind because it's like oh well you know I just am not inspired right now so I can't do anything or oh I'm just not financially there right now or I'm not financially available right now so I can't do this and that it's like okay well you realize that you have the power of choice you have will you know like the human mind is such a such an amazing thing and the human soul is such an amazing thing and yet we use it by not using it (laughs) you know like we just kind of let it sit there unless we really need to use our brain or whatever but we can take advantage of all of the knowledge that we have in our mind all of the drive and desire that we have in our soul and make something beautiful out of this life and so part of that for me has turned to turn into romanticizing my life you know and you know you know how everyone's like you know be the main character in your own life it's like yeah it sounds corny but at the same time it's true you know you are the main character in your own life and you should be treating yourself like you are because you are (laughs) because you literally are and um you know it's not a delusional thing to want to see the beauty in all of your life you know if you want to focus really hard on the way the sun moves through your window or the way your cat (laughs) sunbathes on your wooden brown wooden floor or the way the flowers are moving in the wind or the way your eggs came out really good this morning you know like even stuff like that it doesn't have to be like oh i like like in the perks of being a wallflower or whatever that movie is i never finished it like um the what's her name emma emma watson yeah right yeah when she was like out the window or out the sunroof 
and they were driving through a tunnel, you know, stuff like that, or even, like, Jules and Euphoria, and, you know, she was doing the same thing, like, you don't need to do that every day, <laughs> like, that doesn't, you need, you don't need to wait for a moment like that to live a good life, you know, um, and trust me, I want to do that so bad, like, that is one of my biggest goals, mainly because that is, like, one of the best descriptions of how I want to feel every day, you know, like, I want to feel like I'm wisping through a tunnel out, like, outside of a sunroof, and it's dark, and then you emerge out the other side, and it's, and it's, the sun hits you, and you're, like, blinded, and then all of a sudden, you open your eyes, and you see, like, vast green fields, and open road, and maybe some water here and there, like, some lakes or whatever, and you just have a sigh of relief, like, this is it, you know, this is life, this is what I live for, um, you know, but you can live for so many other beautiful moments, you don't need to live just to find the next beautiful moment, it can be the beautiful moments in your life right now, like, like, right now, I'm looking at a snow globe of a of an angel holding a dove and the sun is shining through it and so there's like little patches of rainbow here and there. It's beautiful. Like wow, that that's stunning, you know. And the way the 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 blinds are moving cuz the window is open. Um and my mug, my my cup of tea, it's just kind of sitting there. In my journal, my beautiful journal that I love, and the the um, sun is shining on it through the blinds, um, and my little cloth that's on my altar—it's just flowing in the wind. You know, see, there there are always going to be there are always little things that you can't appreciate, even if you think that like your current moment sucks. You know, in most in most cases, it doesn't. It's what happened in the past and what happens in the future, you know? That's what makes us anxious or upset or whatever. If you sit right now and you just think... I'm, I'm sitting and I'm closing my eyes, so I recommend you do that right now. Just sit, close your eyes, lay down, doesn't matter. Just close your eyes and just think. What right now is not immensely beautiful you know i'm breathing i'm existing i'm alive i'm well i'm enough in this very moment right now no one is asking anything of me in this very moment right now i'm not asking anything of anyone else I am purely just sitting and existing, and that is all that I can hope to do. That is all that I can do right now, and that's beautiful, because I don't expect myself to do anything other than sit and be. You know, there's power in just being. You don't need to be the next Van Gogh 
what van gogh i mean i've heard van gogh but i say van gogh because who says the other alternative you know like you don't need to be the next van gogh in this very moment i right now am samara and you know that's who i am right now and i'm existing and that's okay that's all i can really do right now you know so yeah um in other news (laughs) it's a weird transition but you know just be more grateful for the being part um i guess i can talk about dance um so in my current dance residency um i'm taking a dance class in my high school and but it's virtual and um we're doing a residency with this one artist um and she's very spiritual in the way that she does her um her practice you know um she really values lack of judgment and just being and just accepting yourself for what you are doing and it's so beautiful like this is my favorite residency we've done like we've done like five or so within the span of like two one or two months which is a lot trust me it's a lot it's like three classes per residency um but this one is my favorite because it has allowed me to truly just be and whenever i close my eyes and i dance like especially the last two classes that we've had and unfortunately we only have like one more with her which sucks but whatever um i whenever i close my eyes and i was dancing I imagine my higher self moving through space, moving through, normally when I meditate, I envision a garden. That's like my spirit realm. Um, It's like a huge, huge garden um, or like green field with like forest behind it and there's a gate. Um, Yeah, but I imagine myself, I imagine me as my higher self moving and dancing and you know just being super powerful with my movement but also just kind of being not judging myself for how I'm moving or being like oh well you know I learned this technique so I should do this you know it's like no just just do what your body feels called to do you know and uh, I was doing that yesterday and it felt so powerful it felt meditative it was like just allowing your body to be without judgment it's so gratifying and it's so affirming that you are enough you know that you don't have to be super flexible or be super talented at ballet just to be just to be of value you know like i'm not the most technically advanced dancer ever and i don't want to be because i i want to use dance as a means of expressing myself not the techniques of other people you know um yeah but that felt really powerful just to be and i wrote down here i have my journal right here so let me just get my responses out but we do um we like do reflections before and after each 
um, session. Okay. So I have it right here and I will read it. Um, so the question was, how did that experience feel? Did you find yourself moving into old habits? How did awareness play a role in your choice making? And I said, it felt very meditative and powerful in the sense that being intentional gave you the option to do what felt good and what you wanted to do instead of what felt right. Um, I did become a little self-conscious when my family was around, but once I got the, once I got in the groove, everything started flowing more. Um, awareness played a role in my choice making by dictating how I interacted with the space around me as well as my other body parts. When I dance, I imagine myself in a garden as my highest self, bending water like the moon, so it felt like I was almost manifesting a beautiful reality of being and acceptance. It wasn't about what I thought looked best or what cool trick I could do, but what my body felt called to do. And again, that's, you know, it's... Um, we were talking about, like, non-binary. The idea of being non-binary, not in a gender sense but in just like in life you know um removing the idea of right versus wrong and um removing the idea of like you know what is acceptable what isn't and what is true and what isn't um but instead just allowing yourself to be and that that has been my goal this month is just to be not even to be super successful or productive or whatever but if I but if I want to you know it'll happen not putting so much pressure on myself to be something that I am not you know but instead being grateful for all that I am and loving myself for all that I am and realizing like yeah I'm a badass bitch you know like I just kind of I'm doing things I'm doing so many cool things in my life and I can appreciate myself for that you know I don't have to go and you know in reinvent reinvent the wheel just to appreciate myself you know like even me making myself breakfast this morning was a win in my book you know um even though it wasn't all that good you know I still did it you know um make or I did my makeup last night felt really good you know um you know but I knew like even when I, when I was putting on the makeup I was like yeah I'm very pretty as I put on this makeup but like I'm still just as pretty without it you know and I have a lot of acne scars if you haven't seen me in person I have a lot of scars and even that like the through April I've learned to be pretty accepting of my skin, the skin that I'm in, and loving it for what it is. You know, it makes me unique. It makes me myself. But at the same time, I am not my um, acne scars, you know. They don't make me. I'm a soul inside of a body, you know. Ultimately, I want to take care of my, my body and my skin um as best as I can you know because it it does carry me but also I know that my value does not lie in my body or in my skin how clear 
or not clear my skin is, you know. Um, yeah. But I also wanted wanted to talk about something that I've been going through a lot, or recently, I should say. Um, that is pertaining to love, <laughs> of course. I am such a lovely, lovey-dovey type. Like, it, I think it's my Libra moon. But, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I can't even explain why. I have no idea why I'm so drawn to love, you know? Um, and even as I grow a lot more accepting of myself, I'm still just as, <laughs> like, drawn to the idea of falling in love and whatever. Um, which proves that it's not really about, like, self-gratifying or, or being self-gratifying or finding acceptance through another person, you know. It's more so about giving love rather than receiving it, you know. I would much rather give love than receive it. At least if I can make someone feel like they are loved and they are accepted and every part of them is cherished then that's a win in my book, you know? Like, as much as I do want to receive love, you know, who doesn't? But I I prefer giving, you know, rather than receiving. Um, and I have talked about this before, but there's a boy (laughs) that I have, have a very extensive history with. Um, not romantically, we've never, you know um, had any romantic, uh, history, I guess, um, but, you know, we've known each other since kindergarten, and I just keep having dreams about him. Why do I keep having dreams about him? I have no idea. It's like, even when I don't want to, they still happen, and when he had a girlfriend, I was like, okay, please, spirit, please stop giving me these dreams, Like, I would still have them. And they're consistent, you know? And then, recently, I didn't have a dream about him. But when I woke up, I was in a really odd mood. Like, you know, I was waking up and nothing felt real. And then I closed my eyes um, for like a couple seconds. And I saw me sculpting him out of clay. Like, he, like, he was, he was himself, you know? He had all the features, but I was, like, I was carving him, you know? Like, he was, he was literally just a block of clay, and I was just, I was, I was carving his arms. And then I I opened my eyes, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why, why did I just, (laughs) like, why did I just, why was I just sculpting him out of clay, you know? And that should, that should tell you how beautiful I think he is. Like, he is one of the most attractive dudes I've ever seen. Like, annoyingly attractive. Um, like, he's conventionally attractive, definitely. But he has his own, you know, he's just pretty. His mom is pretty. His dad is also pretty handsome. I probably shouldn't say that, but, um, his mom is gorgeous, honestly. Um... But, yeah, like, and we've known each other again since kindergarten, and, um, I always felt drawn to him. Like, 
all of my walls just released whenever I was around him. And I trusted him. And I've, t- I've definitely talked about this on the podcast before. I, I think. I, I can't fully guarantee that I have, but I definitely probably have. Um, but even just that little vision of of me seeing him there and he felt warm too it was like the clay was warm the room was dark but there was light shining in through the windows it was a pretty large space like it was empty but it was large and it was like old and dusty um there were like a bunch of other clay materials out and I was just with him and I was just sculpting him out of clay it's very weird I don't know I haven't really unpacked that yet cause I don't know I just haven't but um that really it didn't weird me out it was just very interesting I'll say and then it was re- recently it was a pink moon and I went outside and I've been having or I've been doing a little like soul searching as far as like who my soulmate is because I when I, every time I do tarot readings it's like oh my god someone's interested in you and they're your soulmate and they're trying to talk to you and it's like okay well first of all I don't know who the frick that is and so I always try to do like messages from my person and normally I just channel my soulmate you know normally I try to get details about who they are um and okay well I definitely know them um that's been a consistent thing I definitely know them and also um we haven't been in contact recently And I haven't been in contact with this specific dude in a couple months, you know. I think it was December. I think December was the last time. Um, but I don't know if he has a girlfriend now, which is the the toughest part, you know. I I think he's just talking with someone, but the problem is that he's talking with someone that I do know pretty well so it's like I can't you know I can't do anything um which is frustrating but it's whatever you know it's it's fine um is it fine though I don't think it is fine but anyways pink moon um I was outside I went to the beach it was really nice out there were a lot of people out there um and I set up a blanket and I just kind of sat and I just kind of looked at the moon I was like this is great and Oh, yeah, the reason why I mentioned the moon. Um, so, in readings, I've been getting a lot of, like, sun and moon imagery. And even when I'm, like, dreaming or I'm having visions or I meditate, I'll have visions about the moon and the stars and the lake specifically. Like, not just the stars, but the moon and water. Um, that's been a consistent thing for months now. And I was like, why am I having this imagery, you know? But then I'm also like, the moon doesn't really get its quote-unquote power without the sun. You know, this the moon reflects the sun's light. And 
that's why I was like, damn, the sun and the moon have a great connection. Like, they, they just are a great power couple, you know? Because one doesn't really have power without the other. You wouldn't appreciate the sun without the moon. You wouldn't appreciate the moon without the sun, you know? And it it's crazy how people... How, how many people marveled at the moon that night like it's the moon we sit we see it every every month <laughs> like there's a full moon every month why and it was i mean it was a super moon too so you know and i did some journaling oh i should read it i should read it i have it um i did some journaling i wrote a letter to the pink moon so i will read it it's pretty, it's short, um, it's not that short, but whatever, um, okay, so, my letter to the pink moon, April 26th, 2021, hello, may I say, you are absolutely beautiful tonight, you are shining so beautifully and brightly, I almost cried when I first saw you as I turned the corner to the beach, you amaze me every single time I see you, you are one of the only reasons that I believe in love in this life. Thank you for always being so marvelous, sitting strong in that navy blue sky. Thank you for always pushing the, the tides when you can. Thank you for resting every once in a while. I'm out on the beach right now, and there are so many people. I guess this means you're a celebrity, huh? I wonder what it feels like, having the whole world gaze upon you with soft eyes and fragile hearts. I envy your companionship with the sun. You two work so well together. I imagine you two as twin flames, soulmates. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. What does it feel like to love someone so much that you two are literally counterparts, two sides of the same coin, demanding the attention of billions, or maybe more, being the lifeline of so many? I bet it's stressful, but I'm also sure it has many rewards. That's love. While we're together tonight, can you hold me in your arms and sing me sweet songs in your tides? Can I ask you, what does it feel like to float? What does it taste like up there? I miss you a lot of the time. We are essentially one after all. I am you and you are me. My love for you is self-love. Where do I look to find my sun? Up? Outwards? Technically, you are also the sun. So I must look inwards to find mine. Where could they be? Are they looking at you tonight as well? So many questions and so little answers as of now. I am so grateful for you and your light. Pink looks good on you. Love, your friend and counterpart, Samara. So yeah, that was my letter to the moon. Um, um, it's very beautiful, actually. I didn't read it back. Um, but yeah again it it's more of like you know where do i find my son s-u-n not s-o-n um and again the the sun is masculine and the moon is feminine um because you know sun deals with fire and the moon deals with water and ever or when i was dancing again this is where it all comes full circle um, when I was dancing, it felt like 
like the way I was moving it felt like I was bending water like an avatar it felt like I was bending water in my hands and I was like wow like I feel just as powerful as the moon right now you know like I can I can move waters with my mind and even though I can't literally do that I can do that in the spirit world you know um which is the opposite of how it works in avatar because <laughs> you can't bend in the spirit world um but yeah um I want to read some other poetry that I wrote do I have any I mean some I'm actually saving for um what is it Oh, my um, zine coming soon. My poetry zine. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm very excited about it. Um, but I can read this one. I wrote this one April 15th. And yeah. So it's titled, I Hope You Like Spring. The tree outside my bedroom window is slow to bloom, but I know it'll come around in a week or two. Like I'm sure it'll storm soon, testing how strong the bonds of the buds are, returning the fragile back to the earth and woven between blades of grass. I grow fonder of spring every time it arrives. The dormant life awakes in shades of green and white and maybe pink. Aries season, the youngest of the zodiac. What better time than now for a new crisp page binded firmly at the seams? I hope that I can see you under a pile of flowers or in a bird's nest or in the lake by the rocks. Anyway, I see you, I pray I can hold you between my fingertips and place you on my ear and take you with me wherever I go. I promise I will take good care of you, an infant, an Aries, an orchid in my bouquet of roses. My roots will protect yours, but I wouldn't dare tangle them intertwine them too much most of all if there's anything i can wish for tonight i hope you like spring because spring is our beginning our emergence our awakening after a long slumber i hope you rested well my flower it is time to come home um yeah so that's called i hope you like spring and this was very late it's 1 a.m or almost 2 a.m and I was just thinking, like, you know, spring, again, spring is my favorite season. And it's so beautiful because that's when all life comes back to life, you know. Because, I mean, it's never really dead in the first place, but it's just an emergence of everything, you know. Everything comes back to life. Um, and it's like, how can you not like spring, you know. Um, I think I read that one already. Oh, yeah, so there's one I wanted to read. This one's from a while ago, but I really like it. It's very sexual, but, you know, who cares? It's called A Poem for My Lover by me. My love, in each and every quiet moment, between each breath, I can feel your eggshell exterior fall away, away, away. Please return to me with soft eyes and loose muscles and sway, in and out like waves onto sand. Open me up with your sweet sunshine and savor the nectar. I am your rooted flower. I am not to be picked or plucked, 
but simply admired and adored. Your shell may be used as fertilizer. Don't waste it. Every part of you is vital for furtherance. Let my vines cradle you and my nectar nourish you. Sway softly, my love. Um, that one's probably one of my favorite poems I've ever written. It's just very, very sweet. Um, like nectar. <laughs> but my favorite line in it is every part of you is vital for furtherance like that one just hits for i don't know why but it just does um yeah and then i wrote another one i'm not gonna share all these because i do want to use them for my zine um let's see let's see let's see which one i can use oh also i thought I thought there was another boy that was my soulmate and then I fell really hard for him and then he ended up being not that great. <laughs> like I like I talked to him and he was borderline scaring me. So I was like, okay, yeah, maybe maybe not. Maybe this is not how it's meant to be. <laughs> but, you know. Um and so I wrote this one on April twentieth, twenty twenty one. It's called O two. Come down, coming down from the black navy sky, I watch as you wade and wane. How meticulous are your craters and bumps along the road. I could fit one, maybe two fingers into them, if only I could reach you. It would be wise to say that exhaling I love you into your lungs is a waste of time, but my god, would it be a, the cruelest lie? Because time is relative, and I have plenty I love yous, plenty of air to spare. Love is air. Love is the absence of air between our body. Love is a billion of oxygen, billions of oxygen molecules breathing the distance, or rather creating it. Breaking the distance, my bad. I prefer love without air, a suffocating bond. Love with no exchange of words, only touch, only feeling. The working lung works for nothing. It is impotent. Love is not life. Love is my finger on your tongue, finger and thumb grasping it firmly, raising it like a chalice, claiming it, devouring it, as well as the rest of you. That is O2. And another one, it's called, this one's short. This one's called, To a Boy I'm Afraid to Love But Bound to Anyways. I can see lakes lined by forest in my paint cup, and I can see you running through my street at night. Am I losing my mind, or is my mind making an attempt to create the most painful art out of places I've never been? Or do I love you too much to conjure up the strength to tell you, I think this is fate? That is that poem. <laughs> um, again, written on April 20th. Uh, as you, oh, also, reminder, I am also gay. <laughs> I am also interested in women. Um, I, I don't know, I've been craving, not, I shouldn't say craving, but attracted to masculine energy recently. Um, I still love women, though. I still love feminine women. I love fem, or masculine women. I don't really care what your, um gender disposition disposition is you know if i like you i like you um but recently i've just been into guys i don't know why 
kind of kind of sucks. I'm just kidding. I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying not to be um um you know, I have a history of <laughs> you know when it was popular to hate men. Try not to hate men cuz most men aren't dicks, you know. Some are. Most are or a good amount are. Um but there are also women who are dicks, you know. Um so you can never really you can't really call it based off of gender. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to not be like, oh, I hate men. <laughs> like, because it is toxic, you know. It is. There are good men out there. There are also good women out there. There are good non binary people out there. Um, just if you're a good person, your gender doesn't matter. Um, or at least it doesn't to me. Uh, but yeah, and so. I've now mentally gone back to this one boy whom I have a history with in terms of just being around him for (laughs) 10 years, I don't know. Um, And, excuse you, um, I guess... I really don't know what I feel about him. Oh, oh, oh my god. I totally forgot. Um, so, on the day that I went to the beach, you know, on the pink moon, um, I normally, whenever I go to the beach and it's like a full moon or if I'm just looking at the moon, I tend to just let my emotions go um, and I draw something. You know, I just kind of let my intuition make a drawing. And... I was like crying (laughs) like I was literally just crying I was like why am I crying and I did a drawing I made a drawing and I wrote I love you so there were two like speech bubbles one said I love you and then the other said say it then then I wrote in parentheses do and then I wrote in parentheses don't and so therefore one speech bubble said do i love you dot 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 like do i love you you know whatever and then the other one said don't say it then you know like if you're if you're not if you don't actually love me then don't say it and i guess that comes from the fact that like i have a lot of fear in regards to love now because you know if you if you love me then only say it if you mean it you know if you appreciate me, only say it if you mean it. And if you have to think about if you mean it or not, then don't even bother saying it, you know. Because, um, again, my first girlfriend, or my first partner, I guess, um, my only partner, <laughs> the only partner I've ever had, um, she said I love you, or she said that she liked me, and she was like, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, yeah, I'm really into you, blah, blah, blah. And two days later nope never mind i was like oh okay (laughs) and that immediately almost instantly broke down my trust of love and stuff like that and again it's no ill feelings towards her we are totally cool now um you know uh but yeah i don't know it's just that that kind of killed me honestly um I'm trying to be a lot more trustworthy, but also not gullible, you know? I'm a very gullible person, and 
if I sense even the slightest bit of affection towards someone or from someone, then I will go all in, you know, instantly. And so I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to hold out a little bit instead of chasing, allowing people to come to me, you know. So that's why I'm not really making any moves as of right now, which kind of feels good. It feels good to not constantly be trying to get with someone. Um, not that I'm like, you know, what you you get my point. Not not really trying to look for love, but rather just kind of loving myself right now and appreciating all that I ha- all the love that I have in my life right now, like for my friends and for myself, you know. So, yeah. That's all I really have to say. But it's been a, it's been a really good month. Um I'm trying to uh you know I'm trying to be more financially independent like um you know creating artwork and selling that or making a business and stuff like that so if you want to support me you can <laughs> you, you want to go unfollow or oh my god unfollow no don't do that um follow samara underscore unspoken on instagram i'm putting my art there right now if you want photography or if you want photography sessions um i can film stuff for you i can make you an art piece you know um i didn't even mean to promote myself it just kind of happened um but yeah i'm just i'm trying to be more financially independent because i do just want money (laughs) like i just want money i'm tired i'm tired of being broke but yeah so i'm and now that I am almost a senior, I have to really think about my next steps because I'm not going to college. I've talked about this before. College is a waste of time in my in my eyes, unless you're trying to be like a doctor or a nurse. In that case, then yeah, I would definitely go to school. Um, if you're handling people's lives, like if you're a psychologist or something, then yes, you should go to school for that. Um, but I'm an artist, so no i don't need it um but yeah i will end there because we are at 54 minutes i've been talking for an hour and my throat hurts so yes thank you for listening thank you for listening to me ramble i miss the podcast so much i need to start doing it more i was gonna do it yesterday but then i had work so i was like okay no i'm not doing it um yeah thank you for listening um, hopefully you can stick around to the next episode, you know, whenever that is, <laughs> that's a month from now, a year from now, we'll see. Um, I normally give out homework. Okay. Um, my homework for you is just, you know, appreciate yourself for where you are right now. Don't feel the need to pressure yourself into being something that you're not you know just yeah I guess if you want if you want like actual like actual homework like stuff you can write down or whatever um I challenge you to um write down all the things that make you feel alive like all of them. It can be your friends, it can be your dog, it can be 
riding on a motorcycle can, can literally be anything. Anything that makes you feel alive or feelings. They don't have to be a specific thing. Um, but yeah, do that if you want homework. Um, but yeah, I will, end the, I will end the episode here. If you want to support me, you can go follow um, at samara.pdf on Instagram and at samara dot or at samara underscore unspoken on Instagram for my art and all that stuff. If you want to follow this podcast on Instagram, it's um, at thevesseleffect.co. Um, all the info will be in the description of this episode. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for sticking around this long. I'm so grateful. I'm happy that we got to spend this time together. And I hope you are well on this Thursday afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. I don't really care. Um, or I care, but you know, it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. But yeah. Thank you so much. This has been episode... Oh my god. What episode is this? 14? 15? 16? 19? This has been an episode of the Vessel Effect podcast. Thank you for listening. I will catch you in the next one. Goodbye.